Our Old Testament reading today comes from Job, the 38th chapter, verses 4 through 18. In this section, uh, Job has gone through all of his sufferings, all of his trials, and the conversations with his friends haven't exactly led him to a place of peace. So Job finally wants to have his answers from God himself. But when God speaks, Job realizes how little he knows and comes to realize also his place in the big scheme of things. God is God and Job is not. God said, Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set, or who laid its cornerstone, while the morning stars sang together and all of the angels shouted for joy? Who shut up the seas behind doors when it burst forth from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said, This far may you come and no farther, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading today comes from Paul's letter to the Romans, the 10th chapter. And after talking so much about the wonderfully good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Now, Paul emphasizes that if we live by faith, then others also will live by faith in Jesus. And so it is important for them to know about Jesus, to know the good news. And we must go to them. We must tell them so that their faith journey will begin. Moses describes in this way the righteousness that is by the law. The man who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? 
as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news! But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel now, according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After we've heard last week's miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000, about that compassion that Jesus had on the crowd, that they were like sheep without a shepherd, and how he took those few bits of food to feed so many people, After that, Jesus dismissed the crowd, and he dismissed the disciples themselves to go on ahead of him to the next cities by boat, and that he would catch up to them. Little did the disciples know that Jesus would catch up to them by himself walking across the sea. And when he comes to them, they are scared and don't know what to do. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. 